This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome back to the Rams Talk podcast preview show. Uh, I'm here today as an interim host. It was meant to be Adam, but uh, like a silly man, he's booked a holiday. So here I am um, and I'm joined by a man who knows everything there is to know about Portsmouth. Uh, he's called Tom. He's from 4 0 written all over it, but he's also from a podcast too. You do too many things, mate. Uh, how are you, Tom? I'm very well, mate. Thank you for having me. Um, I know it wouldn't normally be you, but you're right. He's off on his holidays, isn't he? So he's uh, he's he's dele- delegated this one to... Well, you're the main man in charge. Though, I, am. So I am. There we go. So sp- <laughs> speaking to the boss tonight, I'm all good. I'm looking forward to Saturday, mate. What about you? Oh. Probably more than I am, or are we both looking forward oh, to it know. as equally? I as? don't know. I don't know. Um, I think it's going to be one of them where, like, well, like every Derby game, we've got to take it as it is. So, yeah, we'll see. But I'm, I'm good, thank you. First question to you. I mean, it's, it's an obvious one. I've just been looking through your stats, and your defensive stats look incredible. Um, you're unbeaten so far. Played six, won three, drawn three, lost zero, which isn't too bad at this point of the season. Uh, Twelve points. How have you found it so far? So what this will probably tell you everything you need to know. But if we remain unbeaten at Pride Park on Saturday, that'll make it 10 unbeaten on the spin on the road in League One for Pompey. Wow. So obviously t- from a sort of carryover from last season. But it's, uh, yeah, it's it, and it's something that's actually Pompey fans have kind of gone, oh, well, it's all well and good being unbeaten. But, you know, can you actually get enough wins in there? Because it's if you think about it, if you win a few and then lose a few, it's actually probably better off than draw, 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 occasional win, etc. Mm-hmm. Maybe something that you guys have recognised in your form of late. Uh, so, yeah, we, we obviously still had an... Uh, use this term lightly but invincible start to the season has kind of followed <laughs> us around which I think is completely ridiculous but um it is so it's it's kind of one of those might all come crashing down on Saturday but yeah it's been a it's been a decent start um it's yeah but before a couple of weekends ago because obviously I had international breaks and you guys had your game postponing pretty much whole of league one did I would have maybe described it as a steady start to the season then you go and turn over a good Peterborough United side who I know you went to their place and, and beat them quite convincingly too. But I was expecting them to to do exactly what they did for the first sort of half hour of the game and, and really come at us and, and be 
you know, I'm sure you saw it in flashes as well. They can really put an attacking phase of play mm. together and they're quite dangerous. But at the back, they were extremely leaky and we just capitalised and had far too much for them in the second half. So I think we both had similar games against them, albeit ours is at home and yours is away from home in, in the last sort of fortnight or so. Um, yeah, it's it's been it's been a, a, a steady start plus a really good result against uh, what I expect to be a pretty top side in this division this season. Um, so overall, I'm pretty pleased. We've got a really tough run now. So we're off to your place on Saturday, Barnsley away Tuesday night, followed by Lincoln at home and then Wigan away to end September. So it's uh, it's going to be a tough run for us and, and something that I'm hoping and something I said to you just before we started recording is that Pompey are a side that will profit off playing against sides that want to play football too and will have a good game against. If you look at with no disrespect, your sides, sort of your Cheltenhams and and uh, and Stevenage, who I know we said are doing pretty well at the minute, but you would expect a, a side like Pompey, a side like Derby, Bolton, you know, include some of the, the, the sides that expect to be up there this season to go there and to have them come to your place and beat them we drew nil nil in both occasions on both occasions so I think that that tells you something of Pompey's weakness which I know we'll get onto later on but uh yeah decent start Jake and uh, hopefully it can be continued on Saturday at, at Pride Park and I hope it can't <laughs> I know you hope it can't <laughs> I mentioned before your defensive record. I've got the stats up in front of me. You've conceded two goals in six games, scoring nine. Yeah. I mean, that that's an obscene defensive record to start the season. I mean, you've not conceded a goal away from home. I know you've only played two games that, uh, away from, from Fratton Park so far. But, I mean, what do you put it down to? Regan Paul. It's a simple answer. He, he's yeah. just, uh, he, he's just. Uh, I think uh, I don't know what the equivalent would be because I know Cashin's got a mistake in him, but um, he he's literally hasn't put a foot wrong at right sided centre back slash right back so far this season. Um, I, I don't know how on earth we got hold of him on a free as well, which we're all kind of sat there going, "Crikey, that is quite some." Uh, what is it? Uh, it's it's not a steal because we've we've got him through through, <laughs> through Mary. We haven't stole him off anyone. There 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 was a rumor in the summer that he had a deal lined up with Sheffield Wednesday in the Championship, and for whatever reason that fell through. I think it came around the sort of time that Darren Moore went and they got a new guy in, right, etc. Yeah. So that that maybe kind of got the paperwork got lost in a busy period for them. We capitalized on that deal falling through, whatever reason it did. We don't know the ins and outs of it. He's come to Pompey and he has, you know, he, he's, I think he's had probably four or five shouts for man of the match in our opening games. Uh, he's he's probably the the main reason. I'd also throw Will Norris in there, who I think has probably been one of the better performing or one of the best performing keepers in, in League One so far. And you, you're speaking about um, looking at your kind of your, your stats based in terms of who's got the highest player ratings. I'd, I'd be shocked if Will Norris isn't in the top three of those because he's been awesome. Um, I think it is a particular one that stands out is at home to Exeter. You might have seen it. It was on Sky Sports. It was a last minute kind of scramble in the box. And Will Norris just manages to get a hand to a strike from whoever it was somehow. And you, you see the celebration afterwards. It's almost like he scored. He was delighted. Um, I, I don't know how many clean sheets it is off the top of my head, but I, I reckon we've had quite a few. Um, obviously, last weekend wasn't. And, and we drew one all against Bristol Rovers on, on the opening day. But other than that... 
I think we are, uh, yeah, we must be, because we only conceded two all season, so the rest of them must yeah. be clean sheets. So, um, yeah, that uh, shows how prepared I am for this. Yeah, no, that's that's really <laughs> that's really good going. So, yeah, I think the the combination of Regan Paul and, and Will Norris, Connor Shotness, he's been awesome as well at the back. So when when your two starting centre halves are, are performing well and your keepers having a good start to the season. I think that's that's probably a, a good enough answer for you. We've got a, a really consistent man in Conor Ogilvy at left back. Right back is kind of switching between Joe Rafferty and Zach Swanson. I'm trying to wrap my brains to think about how many games it's been since Joe Rafferty was sent off and whether he'll be back for Pride Park or not. If not, I think it will be Zach Swanson starting. He's awesome. Arsenal youth graduate who's come in and, and done a, an awesome job. He's one of my favourite Pompey players. He's wise beyond his years, Zach Swanson, in, in, in the sense that he, he can really read a situation well when you wouldn't expect someone who's probably younger than both you and me to to be able to do <laughs> a, on, on a football pitch. Um, and that makes us feel old, but he, he's really, really awesome. Um, so yeah, th- defensively rigid, but also, I mean, we've got enough attacking threat to go and score goals, right? And when, when you're kind of in a, a confident mindset and you, you've gone a couple up in a game, you're thinking, well, actually, we, we can kind of tone down a little bit and, and work on keeping the ball out the back of the net. And I think we've had that luxury, 1-4-0 away at Leighton Orient, as I said earlier, beat Peterborough quite convincingly. So, yeah, the in answer to your question, I'd, I'd go for Connor Shotnessy and then the, the two highlights would be, would be Will Norris and then above all, Regan Paul. I think that, that all three of them have been outstanding performers for us so far this season. Will Norris is in the fourth. He's only fourth. Oh, he's wow. Um, yeah, I know. Poor dropped a clanger (laughs) there, haven't I? Disaster. I mean, you've mentioned players there, we might as well get onto it now. Um, a lot of the players you mentioned, Regan Paul, uh, Connor Shaughnessy, I found out used to go to the same barber as me. Uh, so interesting facts, uh, for when he was at Burton. Uh, Will Norris is up there as well. Joe Rafferty's up there. Colby Bishop. Interesting one for me is Marlon Pack, who's apparently been your best player so far this season. Would you agree with that? Yeah, he's our captain. Uh, he's a, a, a Pompey lad who grew up here, came through our academy, really get a, a sniffing in terms of professional men's football, and then and then went away. Uh, there's a chant that goes, "He went away, and now he's back. He's one of our own. He's Marlon Pack." And you'll probably hear that at Pride Park at some point in the afternoon on Saturday. He, how can I describe Marlon Pack? He, he's done his sort of decade in the championship and can, mm. performed at a consistently high level, dropped down to League One to come back to his boyhood club and is probably head and shoulders above the rest in terms of what he's come up against in, in the midfield. That's probably going to be tested on Saturday when you got, you know, Cora Connor Hurahan and try that again. Is it? Is it, I watched a podcast about him trying to pronounce his surname. It is Hurahan, isn't it? Or is it something? It is different? Hurahan. Don't listen to Jamie. Right. Don't, don't, he okay. just can't speak. <laughs> right. Okay. That's fine. I thought I'd butchered the pronunciation. But yeah, no. So, you know, I put it that way. That would probably be my best comparison would be Connor Hurahan playing for Derby. He's a bit like Marlon Pack playing for Pompey. You know, he's one of those consummate professionals that has seen it all isn't phased by anything it's just a bit of a Rolls Royce in midfield occasionally you know is on 75 80 minutes you might start to see a little bit of fatigue creep in because he's what 30 odd 30 something now so uh there is that and, and he will probably get a ye- yellow card and then if they're going to give us a half decent referee at Pride Park as you seem to have a bit of bad luck of that recently Doubt it. <laughs> um, as have we um so 
Yeah, well, I mean, it's just kind of part of the cause in League One, isn't it? So he, he'll probably get booked for putting someone back because he's been beaten for pace. That will probably happen on Saturday as well and the kind of towards the the end of the game. Uh, but yeah, but Marlon, Marlon Pack's awesome. Um, John Messina described him as a coach on the pitch out there. Kind of, you know, if, if morale's a little bit low, we need a bit of a pickup. We go one nil down. Marlon Pack's your man to be out there where maybe the messaging would probably originate from the touchline actually gets given out in terms of instructions on the pitch. So, uh, yeah, I think he, he does a lot for this team, Marlon. And, uh, you know, being a Pompey boy, you know, I know you've got a few homegrown talents playing for Derby County. So, you, you know what it's like when you've got local lads playing in your side. But I, I think that adds an extra level to his game. Uh, yeah, he's he's been wicked so far. Yeah, and I mean he's a he's a hero in Derby for for keeping us up. Paul Warren's worst enemy when Warren was uh, Rotherham manager, he scored that late goal which uh, yeah relegated Rotherham and kept Derby in the Championship. And I think without it, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation right now. So well, yeah, very grateful for him. But yeah, hope he has a stinker on Saturday, <laughs> which would be nice. It doesn't look like it's coming, looking at the way he's been playing. Um, but I mean, we'll see. we've mentioned a lot of. <laughs> yeah, we've mentioned um, a lot of defenders, a lot of midfielders. What about strikers? Who's the danger man? Who should Derby's defence be worried about? You know the answer to this one, don't you? The man with the magic <laughs> hat, Colby Bishop. Yeah, he's. Uh, I, I want to say he scored three times this season so far. Times. He has excellency. There's one that I did get right <laughs> off the cuff. Yeah, he's. he's uh, <sighs> I don't like to describe him as a target man because I think he does a lot more than that, but he is probably your orthodox target man in terms of what the actual definition of that would be in football in terms. But he, uh, yeah, he gets wound up Colby because he's one of those where he's kind of a bit of a 50, 50 with, with a defender and they're kind of a bit of a tussle in the box and he'll go down and the ref never gives it. And then when he did get his goal against, obviously against Posh uh, last weekend. And if you saw his celebration, but he just saw he, the defender was on the floor when he nodded it in. He just screamed in his face and it's just, uh, and then he goes and sort of gives it one to, to the referee, David Rock on the day, who obviously wasn't giving him anything. Um, he was obviously the man that got us the goal at Pride Park last time. And that's a nice little segue into what I hope is <laughs> maybe the next part of the show where we talk about previous meetings. But um, yeah, he, he's with his head. I think you would struggle to find a better airily dominant striker in League One. I genuinely think he's that good. He's he scored 20 league goals last season, 25 in all competitions. And uh, with the supplement of Cassini Yengi, who I happen to know is back out on the training pitch, whether he'll be in contention for Saturday is another question. Twin that with Christian Sadie, who you're asking about danger men. I'd, I'd probably go between the two of them and I'd expect both of them to start on Saturday. Sadie, not necessarily as a striker, but just that, that player to peel off Colby and and maybe be there ready for when he chests it or heads it down and and, and then play off him from there. Um, Colby will be the man in the box trying to get on the end of of headers like he did when Joe Morrell sent that ball in for him at, at your place last season. Um, I, it, one of those where you back Colby Bishop to score in pretty much every game because he's always going to get an opportunity and if he's clinical enough on the day, he'll probably score from it. It's just an argument of whether he can get himself in the right areas and, and whether he can use his body in the right way, which by and large he does. So uh, hopefully he doesn't for you, but hopefully he does score for us on Saturday like he did last time we went to your place. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you've you've forced my hand, Tom. Um, Sorry. So I, I guess we'll we talk about the previous pictures. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's all good. It actually genuinely was next on. Okay, excellent. Um, so, I mean, looking back at last season's fixtures, we were talking about it before recording, weren't we? There was mm-hmm. the nil-nil draw away at you guys. And then, yeah, the one-all draw. James Collins rescuing a late point with um pretty decent finish in the end. Um, I mean, if you look back at the the Pompey of last season, the Pompey that we faced, we've changed a lot as a team since then, I'd say. Would you say the same? Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Yeah, we're two very changed sides, I think. I think it will be a completely different kettle of fish this time round. Um, I mean, you, you guys have had a, a sort of a, a massive turnover. I think maybe the only real thing that is pretty much bang on the same is Paul Warren in charge since the last time we saw you, I would imagine. And, and to be fair, that's probably similar. The only thing I would say is probably only four or five of the starting 11 that you'll see on Saturday will actually be sort of new transfers that have come in and and the rest of it will will be pretty much the same team that you saw um Messino's had a, a chance to to get his feet under the table and and kind of put in some some plans into place of, of how he wants his team to play and and we've spoken about style and, and formation and, it, and his preferred starting 11 a lot on on our channel and, and my channel over the last couple of weeks but um I think the, the way in which Rich Hughes and John Messino went about the transfer window it's now their squad and it's a group of players that they've gone out with a shopping list bought into the club and and the, the one they want the ones they wanted and, and and a way in which the team that they want to play has has been kind of created and, and is still being created um so yeah I, th- I think it's two very different teams looking back on when we last went to Pride Park I don't know how you weren't two or three nil up in the first half hour um I know he doesn't play for you anymore but David McGoldrick missed a couple and I, I can't remember what the, the, I don't know who it was that that missed I don't know if you hit you might have hit the crossbar hit the, the post I want to say when when we played you um and then it was literally a simple case of Pompey going down the other end and scoring from the first chance that we got on that day I, I remember it very well because we were sort of right next to it tucked away in that that corner I want to say the southeast corner but I'm not going to try and test my geography oh, oh I'm getting a nod all right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that one right <laughs> I probably saw it on a ticket thing saying oh Pompey's been allocated 3,000 <laughs> seats in the southeast corner that's probably where that's come from um so I, I remember being sort of stood in line with it at the time and and that was uh yeah it kind of it I don't know if it was in off the post or it definitely took a while to go in from from Colby's head but um good yeah finish. that it was, yeah, and it, that's kind of trademark Colby Bishop, and I'm I'm sure 
Paul will look back on that in, you know, I, I know he's a very studious manager, so not that any other manager wouldn't look back at the last goal that you conceded against the team going into Saturday, but it will look back on that and think, well, how can we nullify Colby Bishop? And I, I still imagine he'll try and find a way to to subvert that. But yeah, I, I remember a very dull affair at front and parts. It's probably not even worth mentioning, Jake, because I, I remember yeah. very little of that. Um, it was a game that you were really needing to win. I think that day when we last played you, that was kind of getting to the tail end of the season. We had absolutely nothing to play for. So we were just there for the the crack. Um, and uh, and so that, that was basically it. And we were just pleased to go to a place like Pride Park and get a point, I think, because it's always one of those, isn't it? When you go to somewhere that you'd want to get a point away from home and then beat you at home is kind of the way I see a team such as Derby County or, or Bolton or, or even Pro Barnsley into that mix for this season. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I would hope that we maybe be a better team that you saw than last time round. Yeah. I think you'd probably say the same. Uh, so, yeah, both teams are up their levels. I think it makes for a really exciting occasion on Saturday. Yeah, it certainly does. I mean, you sort of... You hit us at our worst, I think, last season. We we just well, we were in the middle of a losing run, um, right. and I think that was our first point in a little while when we got one off you. We actually got pretty lucky. It was the same every game. We'd attack. We'd have loads of chances, miss all of them. Orma Goldrick could score one because apparently he was the only one who could, um, and then we'd lose, <laughs> which is the, the usual way for games. So yeah. Um, yeah, I think it'll be an interesting game. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, two more questions before we get on to our predictions, which is always my favourite bit of these. Um, first off, uh, we spoke a little bit about this before we started recording, but how does the team approach fixtures home and away? Now, I remember uh, John Massino as a player. I remember him at Burton when I was younger. I, I'm from Burton, so I used to go occasionally and watch with my mates. Um, he, was, uh, he was an aggressive centre back or centre mid, he put everything in. Would you say that the team approach football in the same way? And do you do the same home and away? Um, yeah, it's, it's difficult because you to say you do the same home and away. I, I think I don't know even know if Messina's had thirty games in charge yet. So it's difficult to kind of draw conclusions about uh, that kind of thing. But I, I get onto it in a second. What I would say is the fact that he was an aggressive defender means that. Yeah, I, I, well, look at our disciplinary record over the last couple of games. I think there's been at least one red card in every Pompey game in all competitions, <laughs> like the last five. It's unbelievable. Um, and I know you boys have had a few uh, reds and, and some yellows upgraded to reds in the last couple of weeks and penalties not given that should have been given or shouldn't have been or whatever. Um, we had the same. Um, but yeah, I, I think the, the bitey nature and that spikiness he likes to bring out in his players he is bringing quite a lot of his previous defensive roles into the team. Many Pompey fans would argue far too defensive. Mm. I would probably say solid defensively, um, but equally that's my dad calling me. Sorry, I'll answer that later on. Um, <laughs> probably slightly too defensive for my liking, given the first five games. You look, oh, it's great to only concede two. And you, you're looking at that from an external point of view as an opposition fan on paper, thinking, oh, Pompey going to be tough to score against. But yeah, I think from our point of view, it's probably, or maybe we're being a little bit too, not respectful to the opposition because you've got to have that in football. But you, you, you may be, it's difficult, isn't it? You don't want to be yeah. conceding. And that's quite a key area of the game to get right. And if, if you're not, if you're defensively solid, you've probably, 
you know, you're two thirds of the way there to winning a football game, but you have to be aggressive offensively as well. And I think with, with the likes of Colby Bishop, and yes, we've, you talking about missing chances. We've certainly missed a few that we could have scored away from home. Go on the record. We have a four nil win at Leighton Orient and a nil nil draw to Stevenage so far this season. It's really an awful lot to, to kind of draw into Leighton Orient absolutely fell apart and we were probably a little bit fortunate to be two nil up at half time and then just kind of ha- had far too much for them in the second half. Um, Stevenage was a much more dull affair where they put 10 men behind the ball and we spoke about teams that are going to do that next season. So it's uh, it's a lot, sorry, teams that do that this season. So um, it'll be a litmus paper test for us, I think, away from home to see actually how we fare against a top side in this division. And albeit you haven't had the start you wanted this season, I still think you'll be up there. I actually, would you believe it, predicted Derby to finish top of the league in my predictions before the season. So (laughs) How wrong um, you were. Well, we'll see. We'll see. There's a long way to go. Um, I'm always rooting for you to do it just so I'm not proved completely wrong and everyone gives you absolute pelters, especially on that League One pod. Um, but yeah, no, so I, I I think, I don't know if I kind of remember what the question was. Oh, you're asking me if we were home or away. Yeah. We'll see, we'll see Saturday. That's going to be my answer to that. We'll see how we fare on Saturday. At home, I think we've been offensive enough and scored enough goals, albeit only scored one against Bristol Rovers. I think we, we kind of found our mojo against Posh. I'd like to see what we do away from home on Saturday. Yeah, I think it will be interesting. I know I've said that four times, but I do genuinely believe it. will be interesting, you're right. It it really will. Mm. And uh, how does the old saying go? Uh, Attack wins your games, defence wins your titles. So, you know, if you can keep this up, I can see you being right up there. Um, One final question for the prediction. Um, Weaknesses. Every team has weaknesses. I think you might have just explained it a little bit there with your your defensiveness. Uh, Derby, I could go on all day. Um, (laughs) What are Pompey's? Um, yeah, I've heard enough about Derby's weaknesses recently. Um, <laughs> I for, for everyone watching, I, I went back and well, not that I wouldn't anyway, because I'm a big fan of of the pod. But it's uh, yeah, went, went 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 back and I got to get that in the recording. I um <laughs> went went back and I did tell him that before we started recording as well. <laughs> went back and watched a few uh, of your recent pods, and you talked about that. So I talk about pumping. That's the reason why I'm here. Um. Although I've just bigged up our defence, I'd say, and this is going to be music to your ears, given what you told me before we started recording, but if you do catch us on the counter, we're not particularly quick defensively. We might be solid, but we're not quick. So if if we're pushing and pushing to score, particularly if it's nil-nil late on, if you go down the other end all of a sudden and and, and bang one in, I think that would tear me apart, but also wouldn't surprise me because... Um, we're susceptible on on the counter. Um, so what I don't want us to do is set up to have all the ball, try and take the game to not score and then concede on the counter. I, I, I think that's probably a bit of a terrible omen. <laughs> um, so I'd, I'd say probably a, 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 on the counter you, you could catch us and perhaps just, just that little bit of goal threat that I'm not com- completely sold on, although we scored three against Posh on, at home on a couple of weeks ago now. I, I'd still worry that clinical nature in front of goal might be part of our downfall if it is. If, if we score a couple Saturday, I think happy days. But um, yeah, there, there, there could be an issue with scoring. But like I said to you at the top of the show, two teams that want to play football against each other, I would hope will be decided on who's the better team in terms of yeah. 
you know, who, who can score the most goals because that's what we want, isn't it? We, we don't want to just kind of a stalemate like we had, a, albeit the last two meetings have been stalemates, but you know what I mean? You want two teams to be going at it and see who wins. And, and I hope that happens on Saturday. And to coin a phrase, it'll be an interesting one. <laughs> it certainly will and, and that leads very nicely on to the last question um i want i want your score prediction tom how do you see it going i could either see a i'd say this to you before i'd be happy with a point away at pride park i think a lot of teams would be and that's we have the same issue when teams come to fratton park they go, oh point it'd be great at fratton park we're like well yeah but we want to beat you um <laughs> One all or two one Pompey, and because I've got a represent, it's actually a middle badge and it's hidden behind my microphone, but <laughs> represent the badge. Um, I go with a, a two one Pompey, Colby Bishop and Christian Sadie. And then uh, you didn't ask me about who I was looking out for in a derby. Um, that is that is a good point as well. I completely missed, missed that. that completely. And I tell you what, I'll do mine and then we'll go on to that. Go on, I'll do mine and go, go on, on to it. So I reckon I'm, I'm going to go the opposite of you. I'm going to say two-one derby. I think it'll be really <laughs> close. Um, yeah, who'd have thought? Um, and I think yeah, I think we'll, we'll catch you on the counter attack. I think the return of Barkays and for Derby and the introduction of Embleton will be really big for us and hopefully that can make us a little bit more dynamic going forwards which is something we've missed quite a lot right so the actual last question uh this is such a well-run podcast um which <laughs> derby player tom are you most worried about facing if he pl- i wouldn't say worried about facing but i wanted to get a mention for him if he plays i really like liam thompson I don't know whether he's going to start. Him. He's not fit. He's not fit. He's oh, injured. you're joking. I don't no, get to he's out see him. Nine well, that's good news because I was a bit worried about that. Okay. In that case, I'll have to go for Martin Waghorn. But I was going <laughs> to try and be clever and say Liam. Tom- and I did say to him at the start, oh, it won't be who you expect. Um, but but I, li- I like him a lot. Rooney's injured as well, isn't he? So Yeah, we've got a lot of injuries at the minute. Mm. I just hope Cashin drops a clanger and Colby can <laughs> capitalise. Wildsmith back, isn't he? Because he's, he's, he's yeah, been rescinded. Yeah. Back. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, okay. Yeah. I'll have to go for, for Martin. Well, that's a really boring answer, though, isn't it? It, Martin is. it really is. <laughs> oh. Well, he is the danger, man. He is the danger, man. So I'll, I'll go with him. But, well, like, you kind of thwarted my plan because I was going to go for. For the local lad. Um, it's a good job I spoke to you, actually, because I was going to big him up on Saturday in the video. Go, oh, looking forward to seeing Liam Thompson play. What like a total <laughs> pillock. So glad I didn't say that. Um, yeah, well, there you go. We'll go, go with Martin Waghorn. Um, I hope that we can sort of spunt his growth in terms of scoring goals and stop him from scoring on Saturday. I, I somehow don't think we will. And I think that that's the reason why I go for 2-1 is that I think he'll get one as he seems to always do at the minute for Derby County on, on the kind of the second homecoming. So uh, yeah, Colby Bishop, Christian Sadie, and then uh, Martin Waghorn to contribute to the 2-1 Pompey win, hopefully. Who's going to score for Pompey then if, if you're going for a 2-1 oh, Derby? That's a good question. I, I reckon as we've clearly got very good barber taste um Connor you reckon Shocknessy? Yeah. <laughs> i don't know how to pronounce it mate. i'm not even going to pretend i do um shotnessy do you say shotnessy shotnessy right? like yeah <laughs> he's called the shockness monster to in local parts <laughs> that's where funny you say that the reason i feel free to shut me up if i'm going on for the pod but interesting story that um Connor Shotnessy actually would we knew about him signing because the BBC Radio Solent commentator Andy Moon knew his barber as well. For, <laughs> I, said, I don't know. Did, did you tell Andy Moon that he was coming? Maybe, maybe. Or, it might have been you. But yeah, that's that's a weird. 
tweaked in my head when you mentioned that. I was like, crikey, that's a very bizarre circumstance. But yeah, anyway, that's <laughs> that's all I got for you, Jake. I'm afraid <laughs> two one Pompey. That's what I'll go with. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Tom, for coming on. Uh, it's been a real pleasure. I've I've learned a lot today. I've learned a lot, which uh, I've very much enjoyed. Uh, if people are listening and want to catch any of the stuff you do, where will they find you? Uh, type in four and a little over it if you want to see long-suffering Pompey fans travel the country up and down or even just see the um, Pompey side of the, the Derby Pompey game on Saturday. I'm sure you'll uh, look forward to it, especially if you win, uh, which I hope you don't. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it's always nice to get an away fan perspective, isn't it? So if you, oh, yeah. uh, if you fancy that, then uh, go and check it out. Good man. Right. Thank you so much to everyone for listening. If you did enjoy, please do leave a like, leave a rating. We've had loads of five star ones recently. It's actually, oh, you know, pretty Not pretty a surprise. Amazing. Not a surprise. <laughs> You're too kind, Tom. You're too kind. But no, it's it's really appreciated. And yeah, get involved on Twitter. Get your questions in. Join us at Steven every Sunday. And yeah, keep on uh, keep on doing what you're doing. So thank you so much to everyone for listening. And Tom, thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome, mate. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.